1: This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast, brought to you by Anything is Possible. And if anything is possible, on Saturday, (laughs) we might get three points. It's a bit unlikely the way things have been going as of late. Um, But I'm chuckling here, thinking, to be quite honest with you, that's not the way that football works. And uh, I've been sitting here. I've had time to chill out. A few days after the result at the weekend, we played Newcastle at the weekend and things again did not quite go according to plan. So my name's Billy Grant. I'm sitting here in the virtual joint with my chums. I've got Laney in the house. Laney, how are you?
3: Yep, I'm all right. I'm going to put a brave face on it again. Um, Yeah, as you said, they didn't go to plan, but they they kind of went to, you know, the pattern of results that we've seen recently so uh yeah it was just another afternoon where it seemed to be little was going our way so uh yeah plenty to talk about
1: once again that's right plenty to talk about i'm i'm just wondering lady do you feel a bit like bill murray like, what I'm saying? Like, every time you sort of wake up and it's like, you know, it's like the same Groundhog. day again. Groundhog. It's like Groundhog Day, isn't it? Like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah,
3: a little bit, or especially on a Saturday
1: afternoon, yeah. <laughs> yeah nil point. That's right. One yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you something, if you can get one point, that would be very nice. But the nil point hasn't been great. But anyway, look, we're uh, we're always grass half full, as we say here, so we're hopefully going to bring a bit of... <laughs> A ray of light of sunshine to this podcast for you out there because I know a lot of bees fans are thinking, God, this is quite drudgery, isn't it? Like, you know, but anyway, listen, I've got the, mal- the, the mallard with <laughs> you, quack, quack. yeah, duck man <laughs> in the house. Like, you know, he's been, i tell you something, you had to be duck man. Uh, being out last night as well in that rain uh, Monday and yesterday as well the rain was unbelievable yesterday I went to go see Dave with my took my daughter to her first ever concert so I took her to the Dave concert down there got a couple of VRP tickets so she was uh, totally treated right in front of the stage absolutely brilliant concert it was and we came out in the train strike the o2 trying to get home and it was a nightmare I at two o'clock in the morning absolutely drenched so I could have been I would have loved to have been called the mallard yesterday because it wouldn't have bothered me too much but the mallard <laughs> how are how you are how you lining up in this weather
4: um, yeah there, there, there's people actually who will listen to this that I used to work with who would have who will enjoy that because that's a very old nickname um, that I yeah used to be <laughs> used um, how am I yeah you know yeah. Is, I, I came back on this week because I, I talked a lot last week about tactics, blah, 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 and, and a bit of this and a bit of that, and what I thought might happen. And to be honest, that was completely wasted. Because when um, De Silva got sent off after 12 minutes, the next 78 minutes didn't really matter. What I said last week, um, you know, it was, it was completely pointless. Um, because basically with 10 men, you can't do anything that you would normally plan to do so
1: I thought I'd better come back on this week well I mean to be quite honest with you what we could do is actually you can go going down the pub have a, have a quick pint and we'll just cut and paste your bit yeah. from last week and just I, throw it in this week shall we I, I, th- I think that would work yeah <laughs> which is all good but listen we've got I'm, plenty. Off, I'm off yeah, so yeah <laughs> see you later see you later. The, the mallard you're going to go off flying off into the into the rain again are you so uh, but anyway listen we've we got plenty to talk about on this show what we got we got obviously we got the newcastle match we have to have a little bit of recap on the newcastle match we've got jb as well who's going to be giving us uh, a little bit of a well he's going to do a little bit of a red card action actually the jb on the red card action we're going to talk about the fans and the fans after the game they're going to give us the lowdown as well and also like i said we've got looking forward to the norwich match we've got chris from talk norwich city as well who's going to be giving us the lowdown on norwich so plenty to talk about But it's interesting, you know, we're talking about the match on Saturday. You know, we're going to talk about the match last Saturday. But at the moment now, Brentford are trying to get us to focus on the match next season. Um, The season ticket um, letters have gone out and they've urged us to buy your season ticket very quickly. Uh, They said to you, can you go out and buy a season ticket very quickly, please? And uh, if you haven't got your letter yet, if you have a look at your letter, you'll see what I mean. Because you open it, they say, right, you've got about 35 seconds to go and buy your season ticket. You need to buy it now. So uh, a lot of people have been scrambling around going, oh, hold on a second, I'm not sure about that. But the big question out there, and you probably never heard me say this, but I, I need to say this because a lot of people are saying that. But the thing is, what's what division are we going to be buying this season ticket that they want us to buy it in 35 seconds for um, Laney?
3: Yeah, it's a, it's a serious question. Uh, consideration, isn't it? You know, it's uh, you know this, this time last year we were we were hoping that we would be buying it for uh, a top top tier season, and now we're kind of not quite so sure. I mean, I I, I you know, I'm not going to get too carried away with that. I'm I'm still confident that we're we're going to get the points that we need to to get a second bite of this Premiership cherry. But it's uh, you know I, th- I think the I think the the saving grace of this is that it's you know the the, the, the ticket prices are the same as this season. Um, but you're right in so much as that we haven't got a lot of time to, to make those decisions. And you know, even if you spread out mm-hmm. your payment plan, um, you've only got three free payment. Well, you've got 25% on the day you renew, um, and then you, you have to pay another two, well, another three chunks by by or, or, you know, and finishing up all your payments by um, Saturday the 30th of April. Now, I, I personally think they'll extend that. Um, I've got no knowledge that they will, but I just think that's just too soon. I don't, I don't think people's finances work that way. Um, we don't get paid every other, every other week. Most people don't. Um, and most people aren't going to be able to drum up, f- you know, 500, 600, 700, wherever, you, wherever your season tickets are, um, at the drop of a hat at the moment. So um, I, th- I think there's probably, hopefully, going to be a little bit more flexibility there by the club. Um, and if we're not watching our games until August next season, then we shouldn't have to pay the final instalment probably until then either. So, you know, um, I, I just think it's quite a lot to ask, as you say, Bill.
1: Interesting. I mean, the Allard, I want to ask you as well. I mean, I know that you sit in a different stand to us. You sit in the North stand, which I, I presume is more expensive because, you know, you just, you know, you're sort of want that, that type of person. The LR, you're sort is of much loftier than we are. No. But do you think... No. No, no, no. no, no?
4: No, 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 no. We 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 very cleverly put ourselves literally on the line um, on the cheaper side of the line. Oh yeah, which I think is the same as the West Stand. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 We 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 went very very early. It was it was a good it was a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. And and, Um, yeah. yeah.
1: And I mean uh, again and and like I said the season ticket I think the season ticket renewal price in the West Stand is four hundred and forty nine pounds. Um, as well i'm not sure what it is in the north stand but that's what it is for next season now the interesting thing is uh, the two questions i'm going to ask you first of all do you think that they are kind of trying to get us to uh to, to to buy this very early because they don't know what division we're going to be in and we need they need to get the money in as quickly as possible do you think that's what it is because it's technically when you if you've got 100 million pounds plus you know uh, money from um from 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 the premier league you know from all the tv money and everything like that if you know that money's coming in on the cash flow thing why the rush to get it in within sort of six weeks?
4: Um, so let me come back to the first point um, about the cheaper ticket in the north. So maybe, uh, to be honest, I haven't looked at this yet in in any great detail. So it's possible that maybe there aren't two different prices in north stand. Don't know. So let's but let's park that. So maybe maybe I got that wrong. But there was when we bought our season ticket. If that's not the case now, that would interest me um, because we made that decision based on it being cheaper. If I got to pay the same as the people sitting nearer the middle of the pitch, I don't think. That's um, yeah. That seems to have that seems to have changed. Don't think I've got that wrong. Um, and the other question was about the six weeks. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. About yeah. how? Yeah. I mean, I guess there's all. I mean, to be honest, my, my thinking is is that essentially they want people to commit in the next two weeks that have already got seats um, because they want you to commit before the Burnley game. that's the honest truth of it isn't it let's be brutally honest is they want as many people to commit as possible before we are in you know before there's more chance of us going down than staying up i mean it's not it's not it's not any more complicated than that i wouldn't have thought um That's so. what
3: what a depressing thought that is
4: (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i mean i mean that is it isn't it it's surely that's it because i I, would would it would it be the same if we were sitting in the top ten at yeah, the moment?
1: I mean, I can't I can't see any any reason for it. I mean, I was coming to the pricing thing. I didn't actually ask you a question. I just sort of mentioned the pricing because you talked about mm. you know we talked about the south yeah. stand and 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 the west the north end and the west uh, end. The, the, uh, the question I was going to say is that uh, and I was going to bring up as well. And Lainey, you can chip in here as well. Is the the big um, talking point? I think a lot of our lot as well is you know we said fair enough they've frozen the prices of the season tickets but they're saying that and I looked at the price I thought well that's not the price that I paid for this because I'm sure that I bought it cheaper than that And, you know, I looked and I thought, yes, I did. And it's because we got an early bird pricing because we went in very early. So what they did is that they sort of went in early, got a cheaper price, and then I think it went up 50 quid if you bought it a little bit later. So what they've done is that they've said they've frozen the prices, but the prices are frozen at the non-early bird price. So it's at the sort of kind of later than early bird, sort of the regular price from last season. And I noticed that buyers have put out a statement which said said they're very disappointed with the fact that, you know, they said they're very pleased that, you know, obviously that they've frozen the prices as such, but it's actually not quite frozen. We're disappointed that the early pricing has disappeared. Um, You know, they said, in effect, it's an inflation busting increase. So they see it as an increase, really, as opposed to not an increase. Now, that is that is quite interesting. And also, the other thing is that you would have thought that maybe if they wanted people to actually buy tickets within two weeks, Then you would have said to them, well, I'll tell you something within the first two weeks. So before we know if we're relegated or not, then maybe you commit to the early bird price. Then after that, if you want to wait to see whether or not we are or not, then maybe the price goes up. But there's been no incentive really to kind of get your tickets, you know, to get your season tickets in early, really, is it?
3: No, is it? but it is really early. I mean, I, I I can't remember. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, we're we're on, we're barely out of February. Um, we're two days out of February, and we're we're thinking about August. I, the, the season ticket uh, payments and decisions weren't whenever were this early before. Surely, I mean, I, no, not
4: n- not in a normal no. season. I mean, I I think they were for the new um, the new ground. I think that started early, didn't it? I think that started sort of late January, maybe. But. Well, no.
1: Actually, actually, no. Because the new ground started no, 18 either. months in advance, wasn't it? It wasn't the following summer you were moving. You were moving the summer after that. So you actually had an 18-month window. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. Listen, You know, but we're talking about this, and I'm not not trying to bring the conversation down because we need to move it on to talk about football. We just thought we'd alert people. There are are season ticket conversations going around. We're very interestingly as well. We're going to probably be getting a little bit of movement in and around the ground as well because obviously maybe there's some people in the West Stand that are not happy they're in the West Stand. They prefer to sit down. The fact that there are people standing, we've got safe standing coming next season, so they might want to move. So there'll be an interesting little bit of movement going around the ground. There might be some people who want to give up the season tickets. Obviously, there are people on the waiting list who want to buy season tickets as well so it's going to be quite interesting to see what happens next season and also it will be interesting to see and again I'm just saying this from a realistic point of view Rather than saying it's going to happen what division we're going to be in but what the feel of that ground will be if we're in the championship as opposed to as we were into the Premier League you know will there be plenty more capacity to buy tickets and again this is a conversation we should have later down the line but these are all interesting things that we are actually being made to think about because we've been asked to buy our season mm. ticket in March you know what I'm saying. Yeah 100% you know it is it, true you
3: know these are conversations I was expecting to have in sort of probably early May but mm. uh you know it seems like my hand's been forced and
4: and I think it's interesting is that you know we, we, when we did all the planning for the new ground we got together a group of eight of us and it could be that you know one or two of us eight can't afford to renew in the in the next two weeks um and then and then I guess and, and correct me if I'm wrong Somebody else might be able to move into one of those seats, um, and then, and then when you know when I don't know if they could afford it, say in three or four months' time, and a season ticket was available because we've been relegated or whatever, um, they wouldn't be able to sit with us, and you know it just yeah two weeks seems really quite short to get your shit together there's a good chance i'll i'll miss the deadline simply because i'll forget it i hope they're sending me emails every day to be honest to remind me yeah all
1: right okay listen we need to move on we're going to talk about the newcastle game we played newcastle on saturday and it didn't go according to plan the bees went down 2-0 to the newcastle we're going to have a little break we're going to come back and we're going to chat newcastle so newcastle as the allard said earlier did not go according to plan because Josh De Silva who we've been so excited about like so excited about him coming back he's been out for over a season he's a great creative player he's a player who could really make a difference to our side and we really needed a player like that in our team and he got sent off after 10 minutes and it just completely and utterly smashed our game to smithereens and you know we were going to do a podcast on Sunday then I thought tell you what no not, I'm not going to do a podcast on Sunday but just because I need to sit back and I need to think about this. And I thought about this for a few days, and I just thought, I actually, I, thought I can't, I can't actually make any conclusions from that game because, as you know, and I've said this so many times that after the Aston Villa game, I said that you know we, we I don't think we're going to win another game before Newcastle. And I said that it wasn't tongue in cheek, but I was trying to sort of kind of, I was trying to temper my excitement for this season. I just thought if we can win in. February and then win one in March and win one in April, we're ahead of the game Um, I was hoping that we'd nick a few more points really, you know, but we didn't, you know, and so I thought when it came to this game, alright, this is the game this is the barometer this is the team who we need to beat to show that we're actually going to stay in this division and uh, and if we don't beat them then a lot of questions are going to be asked because as you know the, the glass half full side of me has been saying listen you know we've had so many problems we're going to stay up because those problems are going to go away by April and you know stuff that Newcastle game game um, game came 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 and um, the sending off just, just twisted everything and so uh, me using that game as a barometer I can't even use it as a barometer because I've got no idea I've got no idea how good we are or how bad we are. The Newcastle fans, you heard them on that little clip there. They were saying, mm, I'm not sure about you lot. Oh, I think you might be in a lot of trouble. But I've got no idea because, you know, that game, you know, Newcastle, I thought, you know, the first 10 minutes we looked all right. And then after that, even when they were ahead, I thought they were right, but they took the chances. But I didn't think they were a great team. But I really can't tell if we had 11 men on that, on, on that pitch, if we would have been better than Newcastle. Like I say, I think we probably would have been, because we looked like we could have been, but you can't tell. So it's almost like Saturday's game is the new barometer, and our heads are even further down than they were last Saturday.
4: Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I would ask a Newcastle fan if they had a had if they'd have had a player sent off after 12 minutes, would they have expected to win? Um, and and I think the answer is probably no. And and that and there's there's your answer as to whether you can sort of judge anything on Saturday. I, I I think not. I mean, that's partly why I was really disappointed that De Silva got sent off because, a, I knew we were going to lose. Um, which sounds incredibly negative, but uh, unfortunately, you, you can play for 18 or 20 minutes with 10 men. But with but for 78 minutes, it's not impossible because you just can't. You know, you, the amount of extra ground players have got to cover, blah blah blah, three it, subs it's, it's going to be very 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 difficult. So okay, I didn't know we were going to lose, but I suspected we were. Um, so yeah, all bets are off until Norwich. It's the, it's the way I look at it. It just so happens that there's three less points we can get this season. Yeah, it's just
3: really annoying that you know we just, as as Bill said, as you've said, that we, we we can't even we can't even fathom if we're any better than we were a couple of weeks back. <clears throat> you know, it was I, I said in the post match pod that. It, it was always going to be a hard game, you know, eleven against eleven. There was still no guarantee that we were going to come out with three points. But ten versus eleven, we had you know, it, it, against any team in the prem, whether it's Norwich or whether it's Man City, it's almost like forget, you know, you you you, we, you know, especially being us. Um, I, I was I was disappointed not to see Ivan Tony start, which was another big factor. I think you know we were we were still quite weakened. Um, even though we had eleven players on on the pitch from from the first minute, um, I thought with, without him being at the top of the pitch, I, I thought we were always going to struggle. Um, and you know, we, we, we never work. We're never going to work out whether we, we you know whether that was going to be uh, you know a significant factor or not. Um, we, uh, you know, all my all of my. Hopes and all of my confidence is based around, based based around us having a full strength team at some stage. We're, we're still not there, are we? You know, and you know, we've got uh, you know Christian Eriksen who, who who did come on, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, we, we we need him 90, 90 minute fit as well. And I wrote an article that's on Besotted this week, and it said, you know, are, are we are we sort of pinning too much on, on Christian Eriksen? I mean, I. I I think he, he clearly is he's, he's more than one person makes up a team. But is he going to provide the extra quality? And we're only going to find that out if he's a ninety-minute player. Um, whether it's this Saturday, whether we have got to wait until the Burnley game to see him start a match, we'll have to wait and see. But we need him and we need Ivan Tony both starting, both firing. No more no more silly sendings off. No, no more um, injuries. We have to make sure that we are the best possible Brentford team that we can be, and we're still not there. We're still not there.
4: And, and the thing was, we tried a new system as well, didn't we? I mean, we 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 lined up four-three-three, and, and we had twelve minutes to f- find out if it works. And, and we as a as a team have no <laughs> more idea of whether it works or not than those twelve minutes. Um, so you know that. So, so we lost. 78 minutes of, or if it, or however many minutes it was, so we lost all that time actually trying to find out if our new system worked or not as well. So you'd, you you would imagine that we will play that system against Norwich unless we specifically designated that system to play against um, Newcastle, yeah. against Newcastle. Um, we'll play that system on Saturday against Norwich, and if it doesn't work, it's another I'm game. Sorry, and
1: for people that know what system is that, uh, the Lot.
4: Sorry, we we switched from three-five-two to four-three-three. Um, we went to four at the back, moved Adria across, um, and then pushed to Silva up. Um, played in Bumo through the middle under Silva, and we sat either side of him. At least that's the way I, I saw it. So, um, but we're no, but we no wiser yeah. as to whether that's yeah. going to work. Listen,
1: I mean, listen, we've heard us chat a little bit about that game. Let's go over back to the match on Saturday. Let's hear what the Brentford fans and the Newcastle fans had to say after the match. <laughs> Yeah, everyone tries, everyone have some puffs. But there was a real lack of quality out there today. And just the 10 men sort of,
5: you know, makes it a different observation than if we had 11. But I'm not convinced with 11 that would be an awful lot different. There was one bright thing today, seeing Christian Eriksen come back on the pitch. I was privileged to be in the stands to watch out. I was so pleased to see that happen. But boy, Billy, we have got to sort something out in the very near future. Ericsson and Tony have got to start next Saturday against Norwich. We need the six points from a Norwich and the Burnley games, definitely. Otherwise, I fear that our, our stay in the Premier League has been fun, but it will have been a short.
1: The game was done after 12 minutes with a red
0: card. We were on the, on the back foot. We've got to take some positives. Ericsson coming on definitely gave us a bit more outlet, played some quality balls. We're now in a bit of a dogfight fight, and... Uh, we need to start picking points up, but we move on.
2: We just needed to get into half-time at 1-0 down. You can see that second goal just killed the game completely. And I don't think there was any real coming back from that. I think Erickson coming on gave us a lift. Um, he looks pretty sharp for a player who hasn't played for eight months. He made a couple of lovely touches. Uh, I think he's only going to get better, so that's a definite positive. But, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a real sucker punch because I don't... Without Sam
3: Maximum and Trippier, I think they're really not very good at all. And with 11 players, we win that game. Sending off always kills the game. You're always going to struggle from there. Um, I think we played vet, well, pretty well first half. Stretched you all over the park. And by half-time, your heads were down. Um, second half, you brought on Ericsson. I, th- I thought you were actually the better team in the second half. Um, so I've got to be delighted with the three points.
0: It's, it's starting to look you look at the league table now it's starting to look like what were we ever worried about we're in the
3: you know, dizzy heights of 14 and so we're on a roll at the minute it's still very tight now now, I wouldn't be got
4: complacent at all but I thought it was we cruised it a day eventually 10 men is definitely
1: the way to go play against 10 men for 80 minutes that's a big help but uh, I, I think you. I worry for Brentford nobody looks at the lead table and say oh i hope brentford wants the ones to go down because nobody feels malice towards brentford like that i'd much rather Leeds leagues never went down but i think you've got a battle on your hands because i uh, you know you're you the extra games and you're all right down in it it's tight in the bottom you're you, you really going to try and step it up again
2: before josh got sent off we were we were decent there were pockets in the second half particularly when Christian Eriksen came on we changed the formation, we pushed up front I thought we were quite good but to answer your question, am I nervous? I am, if we go down we'll go down fighting, I've enjoyed the Premier League I haven't given up hope really, you know, Norwich on Saturday we've got to get points, we've now got to get points we did the players need to switch it on we deserve to stay up but we need to put the hard graft in now
1: so there you have it, Newcastle and Brentford fans after the match. A very frank. A few worried bees fans here. Some delighted Newcastle fans, you know, but um listen there's not a lot else to say here tell you something it's got to the stage listen people have been watching or listening to this podcast week in and week out they know what we do we've got all our little sections we've got people coming in and out they're giving us the input here you know we like our little bit of intro we like a bit of chat we've got talk about the fans we've got jb with his stats coming a little bit later his facts and funk actually we have the will the winker who comes on every now and again he's been very busy as of late so he he, you know he's like a sort of little featured artist like you know i'm saying who sort of kind of features every few weeks or So, and 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 as you know, as we say, you know stats, heavy stats, and xg really features quite heavily with our podcast because it gives us a, a good idea of where we're at and also you know this is where we come from this is Brentford Brentford have made their their life on this type of stats and we've made you know, the position we're in it comes it's come from that, but I just thought I'd take something I've had enough. XG just going out the window, mate. I tell you, it's like you know, it has, it's not been working. It's not been working for us, has it? Like you know, we're all up in the high up in the charts, and it's not really happening for us. So, I'm, I'm throwing it out the window this week. I'm going back to traditional stats. I'm going to give you some some just you know the boring stats that you used to get. You know, we all used to listen to and, and used to purr over. You know, <laughs> so, so on Saturday, you know, 41% possession we had, and Newcastle had 59% possession. We had one shot on target. They had 11 shots on target, you know, and uh, they had three shots off target and they had 10 shots off target. You know, it doesn't, doesn't matter about how quality it was, it doesn't matter about that. It's just about the stats and the numbers. And uh, what else? Goalkeeper saves. <laughs> David Ray made nine goalkeeper saves and their keeper made one. Okay, so uh, they made 508 passes and we had 307. You know, two hundred and five of those were completed. Where they completed four hundred and twenty-two. Do, do you want to go on, or no. is that enough for you? No, no, we got, no, bat- no, we got battered, no, didn't no. we? <laughs> it, it 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 sounds like they had an extra man on. The yeah, it does. So uh, I'm just saying. So that's the, That is what we had to deal with, and that's why. Listen, you know, the question is: Are we just have we just lost the plot? Or is it just that, you know, they, you know, Eddie Howe's also a good manager. and forget it, he's been trying to get them to play some decent football. And uh, even when we went up to there, we, we, we all thought that they were actually half decent side. They just couldn't defend. Uh, but they, they didn't really need to defend too much in this last game because we weren't really creating very much, were we? No, you, you know,
3: as, as we've just said, you, you know, you, you can't take anything from that. It, it, it's 10 versus 11 for pretty much the whole game you know we played we played extra time you know added time in both halves so there was probably 90 minutes played with when we had we had a, a man less um, which is it's just frustrating because you know the 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 last three games i think you know we probably dropped three or four points or at least two or three points from just from situations that you know like the 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 Wolves game where the the collision the random collision then the drones we were playing right up until then and I thought we, we probably would have got at least a point out of that Wolves game and then, you know, Ivan Toney not being fit against Crystal Palace, I think he would have made a massive difference to us. And we got a point, but, you know, I think with Ivan Toney at his best on the pitch, we'd get we probably get three. And then, you know, this sending off so early in the match, it's, it's frustrating. The last three games, which were against teams that we thought we would get points out of, we've, we've, we've got one out of possible nine. And I just, I just think it's just like... We just need something going our way, mate. You know, I'm not saying it's luck. We just need just some fortune going our way and less of this random nonsense. Yeah,
1: and I said this on the Talk Norwich City podcast as well. I said that, you know, I just realised this thing and you really see it when you're down. We haven't seen it so much because don't forget we've had a really good... Run of uh, well wins or, or, or success in the past, or seven or eight years. So, and the but and we haven't been in the positions of your likes of your like, for example, your Readings this season, or your burnt, you know, your your Barnsley this season, who you know in the in the Championship are just right down there, and they just can't seem to just to, to win anything almost. And you just realise that when you're down, sometimes you, you you your luck is is out. And we've not only you know we've had some games where we played bad football, but we've also just our luck's just not been in at all. Like you know we've had. Teams who've scored against us, who they've yeah, they've beaten us two one. I can't remember it was recently, but the the chance they scored were just literally kind of like you know, nine times out of ten they would have taken a shot and it would and it wouldn't have gone in the back of the net. Even though I mustn't talk about that because that's more, you know, the modern stats, uh, XG type thing. But mm-hmm. but you understand what I mean, like you know. So and I think we've just we've just been very unlucky, and I just think again and again, not talking about it from a statistical point of view, but just saying, listen, at some stage. This has surely got to turn around on its head. And I thought maybe it might have done against Newcastle. It didn't do. And I'm thinking surely it's got to get at Norwich. Norwich are going to be on tender hooks. They're going to be up for it, yes. But at the same stage, they're also going to be very nervous. They know that this is one opportunity that they're going to have to really get back into this game. So they're going to they're, they're going to need a win. So they're not going to be going out there relaxed and thinking, yeah, let's just just go for it. They're going to be nervous. So maybe it may swing in our favour there listen you know we're talking about red cards Let's, let's go over to JB because JB like I said he always brings a little smile to your face when you're feeling a little bit down and he's got a little bit of red card action going on in his facts and funk this week let's listen to JB and what he's got to say
2: Hello, Jonathan Birchall here again. Saturday's game saw the VAR red card for Josh De Silva. He wasn't the first Brentford player to receive his marching orders at the new stadium. Ivan Tony had that dubious honour against Luton in January last year, although in the match behind closed doors. The last time we had one of our own sent off at home in front of fans was when Chris Meppham went for the early bath against Bristol City in October 2018. To play nearly 80 minutes with 10 men was always going to be tough. It was no easier six years ago the last time we had such an early red card. Then it was in the fifth minute that Joanne Barbet left the field away at Sheffield Wednesday and we went on to lose 4-0. Sending-offs were very rare during our first 40 years in the league, but from the early 1960s we've averaged 2-3 a season. In our league history when we've gone at least a man down, we've lost 74 of the matches, but in 77 we still ended up with at least a point. Statistically, we've had twice as many players sent off in away matches then at home. In the club's ranking of red cards for games in League and Cup, Martin Granger comes in at second place with seven in total. But the record of eight from his 13 years at the club goes to another JB, Jamie Bates.
1: So there you go, JB with his facts and his funk. A pub on every corner and that's not where you'll find jb you'll, you probably will find him in a pub on every corner actually especially if we continue to play like we're playing at the moment now like i was saying i'm not going to new griffin park forget that i'll just you find me in the pub on the corner But that's his book with all this facts and the funk in there so definitely check that out on uh, jb just go to the information box there and you'll get his twitter handle and you'll go and find it out and go and get his book and uh, read it and be very happy but um Red cards, Laney. We're talking about um, who is it? Red card. Oh, Mike, it was, um, Martin Granger and Jamie Granger. Bates, mate. <laughs> oh, mate! The Granger. two
3: brutal tacklers. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think, but I think, I think Granger was just dangerous, and I think Batesy was just mm. slow. Oh, I think I think the, 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 <laughs> the only thing he, had, he probably didn't have a nasty bone in his body, but he just he was just a bit of a lunge,r a late lunge,r where Granger he'd break your legs, as Terry Hurlock would probably testify.
4: Granger had seven sendings off. He played for us 101 times. <laughs> that's a sending off every 14 games. That's that's three sending offs a season, I and reckon, al- isn't it? I, uh, before think, we and team, also
1: yeah. you, you get suspended when you get sent off as well. So you know,
4: yeah, yeah. So he probably would have played 120 yeah. games. 125 it's, it's, games it's, for, for that, that. He scored, I mean, we always remember him as a sort of a goal, sc- a bit of a goal scorer, didn't You know, I suppose he took the penalties, didn't he? But he only scored 12 goals versus seven yeah, sendings yeah. off. I don't know if that... He's,
3: he's
1: up there, he's up there with that granite Xhaka. Yeah. He's, he's, he's up there with those <laughs> kind of stats. That's right. He, we actually were getting to get him for our social, actually, one time. He's, I think he works on the trains, I believe. No, he's a taxi is he? Is he on the trains? Or, or is he a taxi, taxi driver? driver? He's oh, in tra- oh, in trans-
3: trans- big into transport. That's right, that's right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he <laughs> sort
1: of breaks, breaks the steering wheel as he gets really angry when he gets in traffic jams and stuff like that but yeah so we were thinking of getting him at some stage but he is quite a quite heavy blue nose so like uh Andy Sinton who refused to do anything with us at all you know because he doesn't really recognize his time with Brentford he's removed that from his memory banks maybe uh let's see how uh and Nicky Forster Nicky uh, Forster as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I think he, he, he's probably changed a little bit now that we've actually gone a bit more loftier. You know, we've got loftier now. We're actually in the Premier League. He's, he's quite willing to come down and I do a few know, appearances I now. Well, I don't reckon he Please, is. The,
4: the, <laughs> I, I guess if you got Granger in, he'd probably only last seventy minutes.
1: <laughs> That's right. Well, that'll do us. But anyway, listen. Let's let's look. We've talked about that Newcastle. I'll tell you something. I'm just going to ask a quick question as well because we we normally do this in the um, the weekend review and we throw a load of questions in about you know the top player for the opposition, top player for Brentford. but I'm not even going to ask those questions because I really don't want to know because it's just honestly, everything just went horribly wrong in that game. So I don't want to know. But I do want to know what your stinker of the match was, Laney. Um, stinker. Well, yeah, it's just it's just the blooming.
3: Frigging VAR. <laughs> well, just you know, it 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 has helped us. We got we got a goal at Arsenal that we didn't expect, and then we got a sending off early. Um, it, 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 yeah, the stink the stink is just the luck. Yeah, it just seems to be we're, we're just out of it. I can't think of anything specifically that's kind of like oh, I, I, it, it stunk. But just yeah, the, that oh, here we go again. Just deja vu and just like oh, frigging hell. Why us again? Why can't we just have a 90 minutes 11 versus 11?
1: The Elod?
4: Um, Stinker was the lack of um, a, a tactical change after the sending off. Um, I, For me y- you look at Jensen and I, you know, I will always defend him but when you're playing with 10 men I mean when you're playing with 11 men and Jensen's playing there are times when you're playing with 10. So when you're playing with 10 men and Jensen's playing there's times when you're you're playing with nine. So, for me, it was an absolute obvious decision to to take Jensen off and, and go 3-4-2, probably. Go back to what you knew. Go back to what you've been playing. Go back to three at the back. It gives you some attacking intent. Bring on Kanos as a right-wing back. Um, and then, you know, assume that Norgaard and Jan Elk can, can run the midfield on their own. Maybe they'd be out. Maybe they'll be outmanned. But you got got you maybe have still got a chance. That that, So I, I was a bit surprised. I think I know why, having said that, is that because we were definitely going to bring Tony on and we were definitely going to bring Ericsson on and that was written in the stars and that was written in the books and they knew when they were bringing them on. They didn't want to use up the third sub at that point in case something else happened and then they couldn't have brought Ericsson and Tony on. So I think they got a bit... I, f- I think the whole, f- the whole sort of there was a bit, of, there was a lack of rational thinking probably at that point. Actually, can I
3: just go back, just rewind slightly, and just say yeah. the actual stinker for me was leaving the pub, because I-, I would say that before, before then there was a really, really good vibe. In, 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 it was, really a, there, was a, there was a really good turnout it was packed um, there was singing in there before and it was actually friendly. like the cha- it was like championship championship day it, it days, was it, it was it was exactly like that and it was not expectation it was just like just people just into the into the game into the day and then the walk to the ground was great and you know we we, we had the alternative the, you like we, the alternative we route did. for the park lane we had a, we had a, we had a different walk there um, and it was a lot. We did walk through
1: the Baltic Avenue. We, we did, and then you will take it higher.
3: <laughs> we did do that. We did the <laughs> Eddie Great West Road, and then um, it was yeah, it was the ten minute thing. It was, so yeah, it was the kick football out of football thing is is still alive and strong. And I don't want to do that. I actually want to keep football in football for a couple of games, so we can we can be here again next year. So I, there you go. I,
4: to, yeah. I, to be honest, I, I've never felt. You know, when the energy gets sucked out of yeah. the ground, like when another team scores or something like that, I, I, I honestly can't remember the energy being sucked out for a non-goal as much as it was for that with that sending yeah. off. It was. It just the energy level. I mean, you could literally. was like hear a vortex, telling. wasn't it? It was just like. Yeah, it was unreal. It was really unreal, and. Um, it's a bit worrying as well, isn't it, that we all reacted that
1: way? But. Yeah, I mean, it sucked the energy out. There was no life. You know, the fans were down, the players were down. You can see the heads are down, and that's the, the worrying. I suppose in a way, it's probably a good thing that we're going away from home. You have to remember that we were actually better away from home than we were at home at the beginning of the season, and uh, just maybe because there's just a lot, lot less pressure, on the on, on 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 the players there. So you know, maybe actually we might see them go and perform. But we'll talk about that in a little bit because we are going to go away. Have, have a little drink. Then we're gonna come back and we are gonna talk Norwich. So Norwich, I'm i I was on the talk. Norwich City podcast and like I said to you if any Norwich fans listen to me there's absolutely no disrespect to Norwich at all listen we're in this together as it is obviously we're rivals at the moment now and we're rivaling for uh, one of us trying not to go down you know we're desperately uh, well at the moment now we're desperately trying to go down it looks like a Norwich are desperately trying to sort of scramble out of it um so this is a big game this is a, a much bigger game than I even thought it would be when I, you know, when I saw it when the last time we played you and I just thought, oh, we're going to go to Norwich, it'll be all right, you know, and uh, yeah, it's a much, much bigger game. So uh, what, what else, you know, what else can I say? I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do is I'm going to just quickly talk again. I said that. Uh, stats if you listen to any other podcast we do like i said you were all over the xg we we're all over analyzing exactly what the teams do and how they do it but we ain't going to do it like that this time because i'm fed up on those stupid stats i'm going to just do the normal stats as they are and i'm i'm, 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 I'm going to look at i'm going to look at i'm going to look at the the, the 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 form guide the form guide so brentford number 19 in the form guide in the premier league at the moment with a record of lose 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 Draw, lose, lose. We've got two points out of a possible 18. Right, so that's where we're at. Okay. Um, it's what, not, so, what does that, so what does that sound like, that run? Lalalalalala. <Philos> Lalalalalala. <laughs> like yeah, so I remember back in the day when we were doing the war, yeah, we won about, what it, 9, 10, 11, 12 games in a row. It was, uh, it was fun those uh-huh. days. But listen, these days could come back. There's only one team that is below us in the form guy. And who's that? Uh, the Allard?
4: Yeah. Hopefully Norwich. No, it's not. But I don't no, know that it is. No no no, 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 no. Let me think. Leeds. Me it's got to think. be Leeds. Leeds. Leeds, Leeds. Leeds
1: United. The yes. only team who are below us. But they've got two points. And they're were, they were like... Lose, draw. Lose, 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 lose. And yeah. So they've got two points as well. They Goal difference. They've let in, you know, 16 goals in that time. And yeah. And they've scored sort of... No, it 16. Their goal difference is minus 16 at that time. Ours is minus eight. You know, and, and just above us is Everton, then Watford, then Brighton, then Leicester, then Tottenham, then Palace, then Norwich. So Norwich are actually twelfth, they're halfway, you know, with a with a with a record of la So la <laughs> win, win, draw, lose, lose, lose. They got to be fair, it sounds like it's like well, that's pretty good, but they've they've got oh no, they haven't got three points, they've got eight points in that time, actually. And I'll talk to nonsense actually. We've got one point and Leeds have got one point. Norwich have got eight. Norwich have got seven points in that time with a goal difference of minus four. So, um, yeah, you know, relatively, they've been doing all right. They've got a couple of wins, but even though they were quite, quite, quite a long time ago, and also you have to remember, it depends on who you play, as they say. So, but Norwich will be a little bit more buoyed than we are. Um, is that me good reading for you, the Um Well, at
4: least it's, at least there now... No, no. Rather than le- woo- woo. yeah um so that you know that 's good news, i suppose uh yeah, i mean it there 's nothing good about you being nineteenth in a table um where you need to finish in the top seventeen is there in you know in 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 recent times, and it 's a bit scary um to be honest, isn't it? it? Is, it's, it's,
3: big, it's a big. It's, it's a big result last night as well. I mean, we're obviously we're a bit worried about Burnley, aren't we? They had games in hand. They they played Leicester. They had Leicester at home and they lost two 0 with the the much loved. Um, uh very much love Jamie Vardy and um what's the, what's the other the guy's Madison. name the Madison, Madison. yeah I can't I can't bring myself to say his name <laughs> actually. after <laughs> i have to ask yeah no so you know it, it it proved that the teams at the bottom are still going to struggle to win consistently um, having the games in hand, yeah, it's, it's great. But you, you have got to win them. So they they've got one game less in hand, and they they didn't win. So yeah, it's it's good, it's, good, it's still a huge amount to play for. Let's let's not pin too much on Saturday. Saturday is obviously critical. But there's there's a lot of games left to get the points we need. Um, it's it's just that I think we were. We we had this warm glow of comfort, didn't we, uh, up until probably two months ago, where we felt that we we already had enough in the bag and we could just splutter along and everything was going to be all right. And that's probably still going to be the case. But you know, we we we've seen the eleven points or ten or eleven points uh, comfort slip to three or six points, and the margin of error is it's just not there anymore. So we we have something has to change. We have to we have to get a win from somewhere, um, and you know, even if we lost the next three, there's still enough time to get out of it. But I just think none of us none of us expected to be uh, in a worse position than where we are at. I think if if this is as bad as it gets, we can cope with this. If it gets any worse, then I think it's just going to get toxic, and I just don't want that to happen.
1: The yeah, Allied, I don't want to ask the question Are you sort of feeling this kind of this new stats approach that we've got where we've just taken the old school stats and just looked at like the last six matches and a few shots that they've had and you know and a few goals that they've scored? And uh, does that make you feel any more or less comfortable? Because the fact is that we are kind of we're 19th in this current form league, whereas we'd probably be like you know number 10 in the XG League which makes you feel a little bit more comfortable but the reality is that you're kind of like you know you're not looking the right pedestrian really so do you think this is good do you, are we 10th in the XG League at the moment know. for the last I 6 games I, I doubt it to be Bloody, honest I didn't say the Bloody last made G- it up. <laughs> yeah
4: I think I mean, I mean you, you have to create chances we haven't created yes. anything against Newcastle Man City Um, of of, of recent games we've played. Um, So I doubt we are, to be honest. But we're not talking next year anyway. We're talking about this. Okay. so does it make me feel better um, or worse? Um, Well, it just, I mean, it's it's what I'm seeing with my my eyes, isn't it? You know, It, it, I think what I keep going back, thinking back to is that at the beginning of the season, everyone told us this is what happens in the Premier League, is you get on runs like this. The key is to get out of that run. Like, like Dave says, you know, three f- wins and the whole thing that's completely different. You're probably banging on the top half of the table, if not the top ten. And, and, and that's always the case, isn't it, in recent times in the Premier League. So it really, you know, you, it, it's just about the next game and getting a win and getting some momentum going. Um, and you, we'll all feel a lot better if we win on Saturday.
1: Yeah, yeah, and again, like I say it's all about that. An interesting talk, but it's all about them. I and mean, an I mean, in that, in that current form chart, just above us, are Everton on three points, and again, they're on a basically. They've got one win, smacked right in the middle of a load of losses as well. So that kind of sort of sums up where they are. So I think when you look at that, when you see so many reds sort of kind of marks, when the red marks are the losses, teams around us, most of the teams around us are just full of L's like they're just losing all the time you know and then they get a little win here or a little draw there and then they go back to losing again so I suppose for us it's a case of actually turning our L into a D and then turning a D into a W and if you could turn a couple of those from an L to a D or a W then you're going to sneak yourself out of it
3: a hundred percent and you know I just go back to what I said a little bit earlier but to, to get those was we need we need Ivan Tony and we need you know we need um we need Christian Eriksen to 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 turn that defeat into a point and to turn that point into a win you know that that's what we're that's what we're needing and you know there was there was there was glimmers you know let's just not let's not say that Christian Eriksen had had the perfect debut but he there, there were there were signs there there was a couple of world worldy passes um he, he, he showed that he was up for it in inverted commas and uh you know he does possess quality class and 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 just the passion. Um, we just need to we just need 11 players on the pitch who are at at or near their best and we haven't seen that for months now.
1: And they are just coming back to Christian Eriksen, because we didn't mention him in, in the Newcastle bit. And, and that's not because I was trying to ignore him, but it's just kind of like it was almost and I'm not trying to bring this down because it was a wonderful moment. Him coming on, the whole world's media were talking about us. Unfortunately, they weren't able to talk about a victory to go alongside it, which is obviously the story that they really wanted. But, you know, but him coming on. Um, you know, I mean, I was asked in quite a few interviews as to what, you know, my thoughts are. And I just thought, you know, I felt immense pride just because of the fact is there's something that wasn't really meant to happen. Christian Eriksen played for Brentford. That's not really meant to happen. So that's good. But now he's come on and he's done the kind of right, I'm here. And he had a few little passes. More to the point, what is he going to bring to Brentford? Did you see anything on Saturday?
4: Yeah, I saw some crisp passing, to be honest. I mean, he fluffed a few at the beginning. Um, and, and, and that's to be expected you know he hasn't played for nine months um, and it's a bit of a shame that he's coming into a, a. it'd be better if he came into a winning team and could come on a sub and just gradually get into it I feel like he might be thrown in on on Saturday just because of, of, of where we are not sure that's necessarily the best thing to do but we may we we may do that because he, what did he play he played 40 minutes so what's next after 40 minutes 60 minutes so he starts the game and comes off on the 60th minute probably that's normally the way we do stuff um, His his corners, I mean, you know, set, the set play stuff. The corners proved to, for me that that basically it's exactly, you know, it, it, his corners were much like most of our corners. They were hitting the first man, and that wasn't our first man. Um, and that probably proves that's our that's what we're trying to do for corners. Um, well, it does prove that's what we're trying to do for corners. No, no great surprises there. So that's you know, and and how many t- how many goals do you normally score from corners in a season? You, Maybe that's not the difference between you know winning and losing games so much. It's just a, it's, it's an added benefit. Um, I don't think you can play shit and just score from corners and, and, and be okay. Um, but he, he yeah he contributed. He, his, his vision was great. He hit a, a couple of really really awesome sort of balls. Um, and and it's just trying to find a system that works with him. And unfortunately again. Because of what happened on Saturday, um, I don't think we're any clearer to know. Yeah, I
3: think it's right to, to not over, over egg him. I think it's right just to talk about him mm. for five minutes at the end of this podcast rather than front end it, Bill. And I think you, yeah, I think you know, we we we've, we've done the fanfares, we've done the you know, wow, we've got Christian Eriksen, we've done the, we've got you know, people walking around with Christian Eriksen twenty one shirts yeah. on their backs, all brilliant, all fantastic, so proud to be there on Saturday. Now he needs to prove that he can be here and do a job and get us the points
1: we need that's right so listen i mean we've been talking a bit of norwich we need to go to a man who knows all about norwich chris from talk norwich city he's going to give us the lowdown on norwich
5: hello it's chris reeve from the talk norwich city podcast here absolute pleasure to be invited on the Best Brentford Podcast by a country mile. I'm really, really, really excited, but also nervous for our massive game at the weekend. Um, And that's because, of course, our season hasn't panned out how I had hoped, especially given that it was Daniel Farker's second crack at the Premier League whip. You guys certainly enjoying your your honeymoon period, but trust me, when you give it another go, the reality, <laughs> the Premier League reality will kick in for Brentford. If it hasn't already, I'm sure some of you will probably think it has. In terms of our season, just a very quick review. It's uh It's been rubbish. Um, we had a really, really tough start, a really tough start. And it was at the point where we had lost all of our confidence and then some. We were at like minus ten of confidence, and I never, I never saw that happening because Norwich City in previous Premier League campaigns have just sort of had a go, and to compliment you guys, just like you have, had a go against these big teams. You know, teams that you, you don't have the right to beat. You know, there's that whole David versus Goliath narrative which you guys have really fed off. But unfortunately, Neurocity haven't been able to do that this season. So it's not been good. I think that, that sort of 10-game start where we didn't pick up a single point, that was horrific. Um, but form is important. Momentum is important. And when you're in a relegation battle, um, when you start to win games towards the end of the season is also important. So... This is massive for Norwich, and I don't say this lightly, and it's the first time I'm saying this even before we do our Talk Norwich City podcast. If Norwich City lose this match to Brentford, all of my hope and optimism of staying up is going to be sucked out of me. And that's not to be disrespectful to you guys, because I know that you're a good team. Um, It's just the fact that you are down the bottom there with us, right? And I know you're not with us with us, but, you know... (laughs) We've got to be trying our very best to win games at home against people um, that, against teams, sorry, that that are in and around the bottom. Must emphasize though, this isn't a disrespectful line. I am in awe of what you guys have achieved, particularly the start of your campaign. So impressive until of course those, those injuries kicked in. Now, of course, one thing to note is Daniel Farker's departure, very relevant to Brentford because his last match was against Brentford. And that day was just one of the strangest days as an city supporter. If I'm honest with you, I didn't see it coming. We predicted it on our podcast that um we we would have we would have we would have sacked Daniel Farker if he hadn't beaten Brentford. However, he beat you and yet he then got sacked and it then so transpires that he was actually already um, it was already confirmed but he was told after that game against Brentford, literally in the changing room a bizarre day and a a day where Norwich City managed to stop the rot effectively Um, and it felt like that and I'm sure the Brentford fans will be still maybe seething from that game because you guys battered us in terms of shots on target much better opportunities but Norwich hung in there, we dug deep and we got three vital points for us at the time and um, so yeah apologies but um, but no apologies there because we <laughs> we really needed the points more than you uh, in my opinion in terms of what was I sad to see Daniel go I, th- I think I think just like all things in life it you know all good things must come to an end and just like in any job role they say that after four years of doing something you should either change your position within the organization you should progress up or you should leave and try something different because it's not just um bad for you but it's actually bad for the organization because it encourages complacency so i i think it was the right time for daniel to leave i think we needed to try something different and that's what we're doing under dean smith and can and on that topic of course a former brentford gaffer um, I and, and I'm sure you will you'll really like him um arguably the man that that, that really got Brentford going I think it's fair to say um, I, certainly in 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 the championship I, I think he's a he's an excellent manager he's just an excellent manager isn't he I'm sure Brentford fans will understand all the reasons why and you know in terms of what he's done so far he's really solidified us um, as much as he can I say um, at the back and um, we're doing all of the all of the nasty stuff more, which we've needed to do because we've been nice little Norwich City for far too long. And Dino's injected a, a bit more of a ability to be more streetwise, um, and and uh, yeah, I think he's made us tougher to beat. And you need to be tough to beat to stand a chance of of staying up in the Premier League. You can't just go gung ho attacking teams all the time. Can Dino keep us up? Look, I personally think, considering where we're at now, it will be one of the best Premier League survival stories of all time, if we do, considering the start that we had. Um, and as I say, you know, if we lose to, to, to you guys, I think it's it's more or less curtains for Norwich City in the Premier League this season. Unfortunately, in terms of players um, that, that Brentford should be looking out for, Matthias Norman is the man, the man. If you can, if you can somehow block him out the game in midfield, you'll do well against us. Also, Mila Rashica is very, very dangerous uh, as well. So you need to make sure that um, whoever's coming up against him out on the wing will be able to stop him making runs at your defence because if you don't, he will hurt you. Um, And fingers crossed, he does. (laughs) Um, Which teams will will stay up or which teams will go down? I I think at the moment, from a Norwich City perspective, I'm looking at I'm looking at Leeds and I'm thinking they're in trouble. And I never thought I'd say this at the start of the season, but I also look at Everton. Um, I know they've got the talent individually, but have they got the team spirit and the organisation? And actually, have they got the experience of a survival campaign? Absolutely not. So I think those two are in trouble. I think I think Burnley are picking up some form again, unfortunately, for, for, for us. Um, um but, but I think Newcastle will, will be absolutely fine as well. I don't know, truth be told, but but those are my thoughts on on who could go down. In terms of how I think the game will pan out at the weekend, look, I think this is gonna be scrappy. I I, I really don't think this is gonna be a nice game to watch. I I think it it might be end-to-end to a degree, but I, I just think it's gonna be scrappy. I, I think both teams will be very nervous going to this game. It means a lot for you guys, it means a lot for Norwich City. Um and I think both teams will feel that pressure Um, and actually ultimately I think the game will be decided on the team that feels that pressure least um, because they will relax more and be more assured in their decisions etc etc. My score prediction for this game, uh, (laughs) I'm speaking this into existence, I hope and I pray it's 3-1 to Norwich City, a convincing win but um, I think it's more likely to be 1-1 or 2-1. Um, I, I do. I, I think at the moment with your injuries, um, I and I again, to reiterate this, I really respect you guys, but with the injuries that you've got, we should be getting at least a draw or a win. So those are my thoughts. Thank you so much for having me on uh, the the podcast yet again. I really hope that the next time I'll be on will be uh, when we play each other in the, in the Premier League again next season. Um, but let's be honest, it probably won't be. Thanks so much, guys. And for more Norwich City stuff or to, to get on board with our content, go and search Talk Norwich City on YouTube and subscribe. Or give me a shout on Twitter. Um, if you want to give me a tweet after you've lost, my uh, my handle is at Chris Revo. If you've won and you tweet me, I won't respond. Just a word of warning.
1: On the Ball City. So there you go, Chris from TNC talk Norwich City and a bit confident, maybe because of our lack of well showing the world that we can basically get results. Norwich are feeling like they can get something out of this game so we need to prove them wrong i'm looking at Norwich and again i'm just going to look at sort of more traditional sort of stats and facts and figures and just kind of qualities Norwich their strengths protecting the lead that's about it weaknesses finishing scoring chances avoiding fouling dangerous areas defending against skillful players they're weaker aerial duels and defending set pieces they're very weak against defending against attacks down the wings and also very weak against defending through ball attacks they like to take long shots they're long balls they play with width they like playing in their own half and they're not very aggressive that is Norwich City I mean obviously you know Dean Smith we know him very well he knows us very well. Do you think, looking at what Norwich are about and what Dean Smith is about, this is going to be a problem for us, or do you think this is something we're going to be able to handle, Laney?
3: Yeah, well, everything's a problem for us at the moment. I, I, I do think we stand a good chance. If I am honest with you, they're they're they're, um, they're not aggressive, and, and I think that that will help us. I think our defense is you know our defense is all right at the moment I, I, I believe if, you know with you know going back to that 11 versus 11 I think I think we, we the, all the signs were there that we, we'd made an improvement we were defending corners better with we, we looked like there was more structure um, whether we play this four or five at the back we'll have to see um, as, as you said you know it may have been something that we just we, we'd considered and we'd kind of implemented just for the Newcastle visit. Um, we'll see whether the, you know whether Norwich are going to you know pra- possess the same threat levels and, and 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 see what we do with that. Um, Norwich have certainly got a bit more spirit and there's there's, a, there's more about them. Than uh, there was under Farker. I think Dean Smith has, has got them a, a little bit better organised. They're still they're still weak though. Um, but on their day, I mean, I watched the the Watford game. They, they, they beat Watford. They scored. You know, Sergeant got a couple. Um, they, they 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 still possess enough quality to cause us problems. Uh, I, I I think we'll do okay at Road. Um And you know, I, I, I'm I'm predicting a point at the very least. Yeah, lot
4: Yeah, I. They, unfortunately they've just got a slight sniff haven't they of getting out of it um, I don't think it's a, a, mass, a massive chance that they're going to haul themselves out of it but, if, but it's enough of a chance for them to be incredibly um, sort of focused on the game against us on Saturday and um, sometimes you want to play teams this time of the season that have got nothing to play for Norwich it'd be better if they had nothing to play for but they have got something to play for that's going to make them dangerous Um Everything I've seen of Norwich makes me think we should beat them, but I thought that when we played them at home this season, and um, and we didn't. So we,
1: we, we did we did batter them in the second half, though, didn't we? Uh,
4: yeah, we did, but we didn't beat them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you want to, you, you can go to your ex-jib. No, back no, 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 we can't mention still. that. But I didn't think we were bin. talking no, about no. that tonight. I thought we were talking about the fact they beat us, um, and they did. So, you know, it's, it's yeah, it's a tricky, it's a very, very, oh, every just tricky, isn't it? But um, this one is especially tricky um, and it's, I, think, I think it's a massive game mentally for the, for the team and the club and the supporters. Um, and, and I really think we need to get something out of it on Saturday. I hear what Laney says about there being, you know, there are plenty more games, but it feels like, um, yeah,
1: we, we need to turn the corner. Yeah, I mean, just looking at their stats, uh, again, just traditional straight up scouts. They, they scored 15 goals 55 goals they've let in, so their goal difference is minus 40 as well. I'm going to gloss over the XG stuff because we, we don't do that anymore. It's in the bin for now because it's not working for us. It's not working at all. 44 yellow cards, one red card they've got there as well. Um, what else are we talking about? You know, The average time of the first goal is in 28 minutes. Their first team goal is scored in 34 minutes, and the first team goal conceded 34 minutes as well, the average time actually So, what else has they got? You know, and uh, for Brentford, Premier League season for us, it's 15 minutes, um 15 goals scored. uh Sorry, 15, sorry, played 27, 24 points, goal scored 27, goals against 44. So, we score more, let in less, but this is over the season, don't forget. As well, what you're talking about, sort of, you know, we're talking about, you know, Natchez scored in uh, first goal, 27 minutes for us, average first team goal scored. 46 minutes right we don't start too early do we and the the average first team goal conceded is in the 31st minute as well
3: they're they're, they're a long way behind us looking at the league table you know the set the seven points behind us and you know that I 17 and minus 40 it, it, it's still a colossal difference over the course of a season um them versus us uh I know it's down to Saturday um but even if they were to win, they're miles behind us. You know, obviously, our threat is is Burnley at the moment. Um, they're they're the closest to us, three three points behind us, um, and 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 two games in hand. So they they could overtake us. We 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 are looking for favours from other teams as well as doing ourselves favours. That's that's not that's not sort of mask what we're up against here. But Norwich themselves, they're they're a long way behind. Even us,
1: yeah, and I mean, and interesting top scorers both Ivan Tony and Timo Puki have both scored six goals. Uh, looking at it, and I'm not going to mention those, sorts, but it looks like Timo Puki's slightly more um efficient with his goal scoring, uh, yeah, the way that he puts his goals away, let's just put it that way, even though they score the same amount of goals. Um, and then after that, again, we're quite similar probably in our, in our scores. after that, Josh Sargent, uh, the MLS guy, as you know, he, they signed him from Germany, I can't remember in Germany they signed him from actually, it might have been Schalke or something like that, but Josh Sargent, he scored a couple of goals as well, um, and for us, you know, we've got um, Bumo scored three goals, uh, the thing about it is that Sarge, uh, Sargent is much more um, efficient with, uh, again, he's he's actually scored you know, they haven't created much, but actually I can't talk SG, but he is doing all right. Brian and Bumo is getting a lot of opportunities, and he needs to do much better with them. Let's just put it that way. Hopefully it'll be against Norwich, because he is getting the chances. Like, you know, then we've got Visa as well, who scored three goals. Norgard has scored two goals, and Rico Henry scored two goals as well. And then for Norwich, they've just got a load of players on one. So goal-scoring-wise, we're spreading it quite well with players, you know, who have scored a two goals or more with that so what I'll say is that we've got you know we've got you know we've got we've got goal scoring we're not saying we're actually firing with goal scoring but we've got players out there who can score plus we've got Christian Eriksen who have now come into the mix and I think the main thing for me you're asking about Eriksen is I just want to have a new mindset I think there's a sort of a negative mindset at the moment now and I think that we've lost a lot of uh, confidence and a lot of belief in ourselves because we're not playing anywhere near like we were playing at the beginning of the season. And I'm just hoping that Christian Eriksen will come in and change the mindset of everyone and say, listen, I'm, I'm with you guys. Look, I'm with you. I believe in you. Let's just go out there and just do it and let's have some fun. So that's where I think we will do. And if we can see that in that game against Norwich, and I, and I know it's Norwich who are at the bottom of the league, but it doesn't matter. They're a tough team you know, to play against on their own turf. But if we can beat them, I think that we can go out there and actually kind of shock a few more people in weeks to come.
3: Yeah, we just need to stop hoping and we need to start seeing with our own eyes. It's it's, it's down it's down to the players. There's, there's precious little we can do. Um, you know, we can all hope for the best. We can all be positive. We can always look at bright sparks. We can always look to Christian Eriksen. The players have to go out and 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 grind out a win by some by some method. And they they have they have to start. They have to start Saturday. Otherwise, we're gonna we're gonna get sucked right into the proper the proper poo poo
1: proper, proper, poo-poo, we'll be playing Leeds in the last game of the season, we don't even want to think about that, and neither do Leeds fans either, so anyway, listen, going around the table, the LR, can a score, prediction? 3-1 uh,
4: B's. 3-1 B's,
1: and the Laney?
3: 1-1 one, one, Brentford,
1: 1-1 one, one, Brentford, 1-1. Uh, one, one. <laughs> okay, and I'm going to go 2-1 to the Mighty Mighty bees as well, so uh, so listen, I'm looking forward to Saturday actually, I've got a bit of a strange one, because I'm actually, my daughter's in a cup semi-final and ironically they're playing at Gunnersbury Park cheers thanks for doing that one and Brentford are playing away so uh, I'm going to try and watch this semi-final then I'm going to jump on the train and I'm not even going to get there till half time or something ridiculous but as far as I'm concerned you've got to be there the loyalty bonus points will be there and I'll be very happy if Brentford were 5-0 up and I missed all those goals when I walk into that stadium on Saturday keep the fingers crossed Uh, Laney
3: you uh, looking forward to getting up uh no I'm not. I really, I'm re- I, I really not. I don't like going to <laughs> Norwich at all, and uh, um, I'm probably going to have to drive, so uh, it's even worse. So uh, no, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to Saturday at all. Sorry.
1: Okay. <laughs> the LRG.
4: Conversely, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to a, a full day out.
1: Okay all right okay, well there you go. Yeah, so a yeah. uh, different I, level of a party animal, like you've got this a, half day party a, animal.
4: A pre eight AM departure. All
1: right, go fly yeah, me. picking out the allied off of the off the tracks, like you know what I'm saying, after the game, which is all good. So anyway, but listen, this is the besotted Pride of West London podcast brought to you by anything is possible. AIP dot media. Our friends on the South Coast who may be in the east coast on uh, the weekend watching us play Norwich so listen thanks very much for listening tuning in buying our t-shirts don't forget the Christian Eriksen t-shirts are out there as well so go and buy them go to com, check them out and also give us a like on podcast channels and also subscribe to us on podcast channels buy us a beer com forward slash beer we did say that we've got a little special thing for you Kofi people we've been so busy this week we haven't actually been able to put it into practice but give us a few days and I'll try and get that going within the next couple of days but well, it's going to be very good like you know which is all good other than that Nothing else to say. We're going up to the East Coast. I've got my man, Alyssa, Billy Grant. And thanks very much for listening to us. I've got the lane in the house. Good leaving. That's fine. We've got the Allard. And uh, like I said, I'm Billy Grant. And I'm looking forward to going to Norwich. I'm going to get there at time. I'm not going to be good. I'm going to watch another final. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. We're very happy. Come on, you bees. Come on, Come on you bees. The East Coast. the East. Yeah, we're going to go to the East. Come on. East is best. Actually, that's not right, is it?
0: away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
4: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.